For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hello, everybody. I'm Kip Marlowe, author of The Entrepreneur's Success and Sacrifice. In starting a business, growing some inspiration, this is the book for you. Learn the secrets of success from entrepreneurs like Arlene Neen, who just started her seventh company at the age of 96. Order it at ecrsuccess.com or at Amazon and learn 22 stories of ordinary people who became wildly successful. It could change your life. This is The Risk Takers from Entrepreneurs Club Radio. Arlene Kaneen is a serial entrepreneur. She just started her fifth company. This high-energy lady was always itching to at least get a job, maybe even start a business, but her husband felt she should stay home with the children. One day he came home and saw Arlene's huge pile of books, and he blurted, What's this all about? She replied, I'm either going to read all the books in the library, or I'm going to start a business. Her husband didn't believe it. But Arlene persisted and said, watch me. She has since started and successfully operated five companies. Her secret to success? She believes in the old-fashioned virtue of good customer service and complete focus on the mission. Oh, we forgot to tell you. Arlene started her latest business at the ripe young age of 95. It's never too late. Just watch me. Welcome to a special edition of the World Famous Chief Jaguar Radio Program, Coast to Coast to Boulder to Boulder. Thinking we'd change it up a little bit today. We've got an interview coming up here in a few moments. It is, of course, the Wednesday edition of the World Famous Chief Jaguar Radio Program. Thanks for joining us today. Lots of good stuff going on in the world around us. We've got a musician showcase today. We're going to be talking to the Rock Bottom String Band. I was looking at uh, the Facebook, and apparently there are two Rock Bottom String Bands. So, we're going to be chatting with them today. Lots of good stuff coming up. We'll get to that here in mere moments. Also today, Frank Vernuccio joins us live. Hey, Mr. Frank will join us as well. So here's the Rock Bottom String Band here on the world famous Jiggy Jaguar program. And of course, the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store. JiggyJaguar.us We've got some great guests coming up here in a few moments here in our broadcast, and uh, we also have some interesting news as well still to come. 
before we do that, let's go to the telephones. We've got our great guests online. I'm going to go ahead and let them introduce themselves. Then we'll talk a little bit about why they're here. Go ahead and jump in there and give us a brief introduction on yourselves. Hey, we're Rock Bottom String Band from Texas. Yes. Texas. T- t- tell us a little bit about the band. Uh, well, I'm Sarah. I uh, sing and play percussion and... I'm Alex, and I uh, play guitar, and I uh, also sing a little bit, too. And we're... Now, uh, how did the Rock Bottom String Band get started? Well, uh, it got started uh, about three years ago. We all wanted to play uh, a very special venue that's near and dear to our hearts in our hometown here. And actually, that was why I started it. Um, uh, that's why I got into the band. Is I want to play the Triple Crown here at San Marcos. I had a bunch of friends who had done it, and felt like if I was on my deathbed, that'd be one regret that I that would be running through my head is that I never played a show in, at the Triple Crown. So uh, you know that was three years ago, and played a lot of stages since and Triple Crown. So we're still here. Triple Crown's gone now. So you know, RIP. But uh, that's where that's where I really got started. You know that and. You know, want to drink beer and for free. For free. There you <laughs> go. And uh, you know, well, all the other, all the main reasons why you start a band, you know. <laughs> We've got the rock bottom string band with us today here in our broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, iHeartRadio. Now, um, how how did the band get together? How how did the members get together? All these different things. Background, so <laughs> he plays the accordion and all that other kind of crap too. So, 
But, uh, yeah, it just kind of came together a little bit at a time, and uh, it was, you know, it was always kind of a five-piece, and then we added Frankie Banjo in there. Um, so we're six right now, rolling rolling pretty deep for a, <laughs> for a band at our level. So, you know. We've got the Rock Bottom String Band with us today here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and Stitcher. And uh, they join us live here on the broadcast. Now, uh, you guys you guys play all over the country. Tell me about some of the different places you've played. Uh, well, we've just, we're about to kick off another tour, our third, I believe. And uh, we've gone up to Kansas City. We really love that place over there, Wichita. Love Wichita. Yeah, we've been over to Colorado, and uh, this upcoming tour right now, we are going to places that we've never been before as a band. So um, we're really looking forward to that, you know, meeting new people and seeing how they feel about, you know, our music and just having a good time. We just got back from uh, playing Moonrunner Fest up in Chicago this summer, and that was a blast. Yeah. Never been up there, and uh, and so it was really cool uh, to see Chicago and, and check out what they've got going on, and and then yeah, the next big run is over to uh, kind of centered around Muddy Roots in Tennessee, Muddy Roots Music Festival. So we're stoked about uh, getting to play Muddy Roots. Each one of these things is kind of like a big family reunion. You see a lot of the same folks out coming out to these kind of things, so it's always cool to meet back up. Just in some random location in the United States. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us about your uh, writing process for the music. Writing comes from a lot of different places in the band. We've got six songwriters in the group, so everybody uh, invariably comes forward with a new song. They play their hearts out with it, and then everybody's like, oh, I know what to do there, and all of a sudden we have brand new whole songs. I used to wonder that a lot myself, like, before I started playing music and all that, and, uh, you know, like, how do you write a song? How do they get these things together? And it turns out it's, it's just uh, 100% magic, and <laughs> and nobody really knows, and there's no, like, <laughs> I don't know, we just, we just uh, you know, somebody will come with some words, or somebody will come with a, a tune that they've had stuck in their head, and we just kind of each go on our piece to it, uh, pretty or- organic, I guess you could say, and, uh, and you know, things just kind of come together, and, and just because we start playing a song live or, or re- you know, even record it, <laughs> for that matter, um, doesn't mean that that song is 100% written. Um, a lot of times, about two or three months down the road, some you know, somebody will come up with something and change the song completely, you know, um, so none of them are really ever all the way written, I'd say. Everybody's always, you know, coming up with an idea for this one or that one, and it usually takes about two or three months before we get to the final, final like, okay, we're not, we're not messing with that anymore. We need to move on. So we got a pretty big backlog right now too. So get in line, suckers. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's got like two or three of them right now, and and, and uh, we try not to. Try not to squabble too much over whose song comes next and start, you know, working on them. But, uh, yeah, it's a weird process, man. <laughs> I never would have thought that that's the way that it would go. But, yeah, man. 
We've got a uh, great guest with us today. The Rock Bottom String Band joins us here on our broadcast, coast to coast and border to border, on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and Stitcher. Now, uh, social media, how has that treated you guys? Social media um, is hard. Yeah, it's like love-hate. Yeah, sure. definitely. And it's like with us having, um, you know, six people in the band and, like, three of us with working phones, <laughs> uh, that kind of, like, actually, it, it uh, takes the weight off of having to keep it updated and stuff like that. But, I mean, it really helps. I don't know how bands did it before Facebook and Twitter and all that junk. You know, I guess they're just going around handing flyers and... Wow. That would say, yeah, <laughs> handing out flyers and, you know, all that. I'd say that's the love side of it, too. Like, the hate side of it is kind of, you know, if if you don't have a 2,000 or 3,000, 5,000, 10,000 likes or yeah. smiley faces or hearts or rainbows or whatever, you might not even get a shot at playing a gig at this place or that place, you know? So, it's, you know, on one hand, it makes things a lot easier to connect with other musicians and venues and festivals and, you know, fans and all that kind of stuff. But at the same time, you know, people have gotten to the point where, you know, your numbers on social media or views and things like that are so important. Um, and, and a lot of people just look at that. And if you don't, you know, if you don't have over 5,000 likes on Facebook, you might not even get a second glance from some places. A lot of places aren't like that still, you know, but um, a lot are, you know. Yeah. So it's, that's why I'd say it's kind of love, hate, you know, like you have, it's like a necessary evil, I'd say, um, on one side. And then on the other side, it's, it's you know, super, super handy and useful. But either side. And Rock. Was, uh, yeah. We've got the Rock Bottom String Band with us today here on our broadcast, Coast to Coast to Border to Border, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, iTunes, uh, now, if people want to pick up your music or uh, get get with you guys, how, how exactly uh, do they do that? How do they find you online? Well, <laughs> okay, that's, a, that's a great lead-in uh, from that last question. Um, right now, we're working on getting our website up with uh, Zuma Design out in Colorado. Hey, if you guys need a website, holler to Zuma Design in Loveland, Colorado. Anyway, um, we're going to have rockbottomstringband.com up real soon. And, um, but other than that, right now, you can find us on Facebook and just search Rock Bottom String Band. Same thing with Instagram. Um, we're at RBSB Music on Twitter. If you want to holler at Ryan, he runs the Twitter pretty much. And Sarah, our percussionist right here, she runs the uh, Instagram. And usually I'm checking the Facebook page and all that stuff. But, uh, you know, just Google Rock Bottom String Band and we'll pop up. We're on the YouTube as well, Spotify. Um, we're probably like on iTunes or something too, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. Um, we're working on getting our new album online. It should be on there within the next month. So. We're all DIY, man, so all these all these projects are handled all by ourselves. So, you know, getting things done takes a while sometimes, just living your regular home life and all that. So, um, you know, uh, but all those, all those ways are good ways to get a hold of us, um, or you could come out to a show and say what's up, the old-fashioned way, you yep. know? <laughs> we will hand you a CD ourselves and pay for uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh, that's the old-school way, Tara. Oh, 
Now, uh, how far do you think this band can go? We were trying to go as far to where we don't have to work regular jobs. That, that's it. Like, I mean, I don't want to be like a multi-millionaire. I'm not trying to get like super duper rich. But I would like to not have. I'm actually at work right now. So uh, yeah, you know that that is my goal personally. What about y'all guys? I'd like to just stop swinging hammers for a little while. (laughs) Yeah, just for a little while, right? Not even the whole time. I don't know. One of the things I kind of you know always think about was you know there's either bands are broke like we are right now, or you're George freaking straight, you know. Um, and it turns out there's, uh, it's not, it's not like that at all. You know, if you, if you keep your nose to the grindstone and work hard, like at anything else, um, and persevere and, you know, keep trying and stick together that you can make it, you can make a comfortable living doing this. There's plenty of folks out there that are playing music for a living that, you know, that we've never heard of, you've never heard of, but they're making good money, you know, and, uh, paying their bills and having the house and taking care of their family. And not have to eat beanie weenies every day. Yeah, yeah, or ground dumpster pizza from Paris Works or anything like that, <laughs> you know? So um, we're going to, you know, we've already exceeded every expectation we've had of this for this tenfold. So, you know, kind of kind of imagining where it's going to go from here um, is just, I don't know, it's hard to do because <laughs> we never really looked out this far yet. So, um we're going to just keep giving it hell and, uh, and see what happens, man. That's what we've been doing the, the whole time since that Triple Crown gig. <laughs> well, good stuff. Well, uh, I appreciate you being with us today. Have yourself a wonderful day, guys. Yeah, thank, thank you. you for having us, man. Definitely. We'll talk soon. It is the Rock Bottom String Band. We've got more coming up. Rock Bottom String Band, that's right, here's a track. (laughs) 
Witches on Home Ain't Where I'm From. Uh, that's right. It is the fabulous, fabulous Rock Bottom String Band today here on a world famous Cheeky Jaguar radio program. We got a lot of things to cover and not a lot of time to do them, man. What the hell happened to my headphones? I've lost my headphones. Fan fantastic. Music.
what happens when you're an idiot. It is the world famous Jiggy Jaguar Radio Program. We are going to try to connect with our next guest on the old Skype Aruni. And see if we can pull them up here. Hello, you've reached the desk of Patrick Wood. I'm not able to take your call right this second. Please. Okay, that was Patrick Wood's um, desk. Apparently we were supposed to talk to Patrick Wood right now. Why are we supposed to talk to Patrick Wood right now? We had him on earlier. Uh, You just got to love it. You just got to love it. Totally unorganized today. Shell of a man, rock bottom string band right now.
Well, I'm a man, oh yeah, today, here with a rock-bottom string band here on our fabulous, world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app, available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, exclusive news and programming information, all available on our app. Check out JiggyJaguar.us. And uh, lots of stuff coming up. The Rock Bottom String Band's been our musical showcase today here on our program. Thanks for uh, joining us, and uh, lots of good stuff coming up. Uh, later on this week, we're going to be taping a lineup media podcast. I still don't understand these folks. I, uh, <laughs> I signed a contract with them to be part of their network. And they had me design, they, they, they wanted to go through and get a logo design, so we did that. And nothing. <laughs> I don't honestly have any clue what is going on over there with these folks at Lineup Media, but who knows. Get a hold of us on Facebook, facebook.com slash the Jiggy Jaguar, or just download our app, because you can do everything pretty much inside of our app that you can do on social media. Uh, good stuff coming up today. Lots of cool things happening. Lots of cool things happening. Uh, what did we... What is that? That's over. Why is that in there? I've still got an interview with Rab from the Comic-Con. It's like that was last weekend. Wasn't it? Last weekend? Yes. No. Weekend before. Weekend before was the Comic-Con. Interesting deal. Uh, those Dukes of Hazard guys, like like I've said many times on this show, total assholes. Uh, I think it's kind of uh, fitting that... Uh, that clown John Schneider's field or whatever the hell it was got got torrential downpoured. Here's a pre-tape. This call is now being recorded. Okay. Okay, you can drop that one. Okay, can you latch uh, two, please? Okay, James, it's Andrea Warrock. Okay. Oh, what? Okay. Hi, James. It's Andrea. Good morning. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Pretty good, actually. Give us a little bit on your background, please. Yeah, I'm a consumer and money-saving expert, and I share practical savings tips for everyday Americans, and I've worked with Today's show, Good Morning America, Fox and Friends, CBS, and so many other media outlets to share all of my great tips. Well, tell us a little bit about the topic this morning. Right. Well, 
parents are faced with a lot of financial strains when it comes to raising a child, and some of those unavoidable big-ticket expenses pop up during the teen years. So it's really important to manage your teen's expectations and get them involved in the financial discussion at home so that you don't feel completely burdened with all the expenses that pop up. But two of the biggest expenses that parents need to budget for outline as well as medical and dental expenses. And so uh, when we think about activities, parents are spending more money than they ever have on music lessons, on art programs, on sports. And it's not just the participation fees, but it's also gear and, and supplies as well as travel for tournaments that can add up. So it's important to find out which activities your child is most interested in, so you're not wasting money or time on other things that they really don't care about. And then look at those community-sponsored recreational departments that offer activities but at a much lower cost than if you were going the private route. And then when it comes to medical costs, uh, you know, parents forget to budget for those annual expenses as well as those specialty treatments and tests that can get really expensive. And considering that over 4 million teens today are in braces. It's a, an expensive treatment that it's going to be a reality for a lot of parents to face. And um, unfortunately, when it comes to orthodontic treatments, you do not want to cut costs. It's all about finding the best value that meets your family's needs and your teen's needs when it comes to straightening teeth. So parents should check out Invisalign clear aligners. They're the only aligners designed specifically for teens to straighten teeth. And teens love them because you can remove them, you don't have any food restrictions, you don't have a mouthful of metal, and um, you really get what you pay for. So you know you're getting the value, you're getting a treatment that's safe and effective um, and getting really the best bang for your buck there. Um, the trick to saving, though, I would recommend looking for orthodontists in your area that are offering, you know, um, that Invisalign treatment, that they're specifically trained for that treatment, and then compare costs. And you'll be surprised that it costs the same as regular braces. Fantastic. Where can we go for more information? Yeah, you can go to AndreaWarrock.com where I post all of my savings tips and, and all the links and websites that I mentioned. Fantastic. Have yourself a wonderful day. Thank you. You too. Welcome back to our big broadcast, Coast to Coast and Bona to Bona. Tune in. iTunes. The Radio Loyalty. Radio Loyalty. Bam! There it is. My thanks to Andrea. We're going to get to Frank Vernuccio here in a few moments. Mr. Vernuccio is up to bat here in a few seconds. He is going to... He is always bubbly. I like Frank. He's a good guy. If you're going to get a hold of us on TuneIn, you can do so. TuneIn.com get the TuneIn app, or as Jerry Henricus of KINA and Salinic refers to it, the TuneIn app. <laughs> hey kids, that's what happens when you buy a radio station, and then you sell it, 
and then you get hired by the competitor across town, you can pretty much be an idiot and say whatever you want on the air. Good lord. The tuning application. God, what an idiot. I just... How does he... How does he get... Well, we all, I just outlined how he gets on the air. When you when you buy a radio station and then you sell said radio station, that's how you get on the air. That's just how it happens. Jerry Henricus, the biggest piece of garbage. No, he's not. He's not a piece of garbage. I like Jerry. We're friends on Facebook. Not that that matters. Not that that matters. Everybody's friends with everybody on Facebook. Jerry Henriquez. Jerry Henricks. See, I want to. I want to. I want to find out. Um. He's in the Kansas Broadcasters Hall of Fame. How is that possible? How in the world is that possible? Jerry Henriquez is in the Kansas Broadcasters Hall of Fame. Get the hell out of here. Get the hell out of here. Ugh. I guess. Eaglecommunications.blogspot.com <laughs> I love that. Jerry Henricus will continue his role on Coffee Time. Coffee Time! <laughs> they don't even know what their own program is called! I'm reading a press release uh, from 2014 when Lonnie Smith... Uh, Rick Rains. Uh, Rick Rains. Uh, I'm Rick Rains. Accepted a Salina management role. Uh, Jerry Henricus. Uh, 2014 Kansas Broadcasting Hall of Fame and Distinguished Service Award, Jerry Henricus. The Kansas Associated Broadcasters Highest Honor and Distinguished Service Award is given annually for exemplary service to the community. Jerry Henriquez of Eagle Communications. Now, let's talk about Jerry Henriquez. Jerry Henriquez started his broadcast career in 1967 at KTNC Radio in Falls City, Nebraska. Right after high school, realized he couldn't plant straight corn and rows on the farm. <laughs> let's see, he, he attended Brown Institute in Minneapolis, Minnesota. He worked in sales and management positions in Hastings, Grand Island, and Lincoln, Nebraska, plus Beaumont, Texas, and Wichita. The last 30 years, Jerry's been involved in Salina Radio as an owner. Let me point that out to you. Owner. Manager, announcer, and head cheerleader, and is currently general manager of Eagle Radio. 
Having introduced a successful news and information website, plus being one of the first radio groups to exclusively broadcast high school sports on the Internet, Jerry gave presentations to the Swedish and Philippine Broadcasting Associations and many speeches to state broadcast association meetings, NAB, RAB, ABC, and NBC meetings. I would have loved to be there when he spoke to the folks in the Philippines. That had been hilarious. Jerry served as the KAB Board of Directors 91 through 94. And as a president, chairman in 93, he also served on the NAB Board of Directors 2002-2004. Jerry and his wife have been married for 41 years, have $3 for school teachers, for grandchildren, more on the way. Eagle Communications, of course, uh, is where he is from. And of course, Eagle, Eagle Radio... Um, what is this? Eagle Communications honored with an excellence award or something. I don't know. Good old Jerry Henricus. We're going to get Frank Vernuccio on the phone. We got more coming up. Hello, everybody. I'm Kip Marlowe, author of The Entrepreneur's Success and Sacrifice. If you're interested in starting a business, growing your current one, or just need some inspiration, this is the book for you. Learn the secrets of success from entrepreneurs like Arlene Neen, who just started her seventh company at the age of 96. Order it at ecrsuccess.com or at Amazon and learn 22 stories of ordinary people who became wildly successful. It could change your life. This is The Risk Takers from Entrepreneurs Club Radio. Arlene Kaneen is a serial entrepreneur. She just started her fifth company. This high-energy lady was always itching to at least get a job, maybe even start a business, but her husband felt she should stay home with the children. One day he came home and saw Arlene's huge pile of books, and he blurted, What's this all about? She replied, I'm either going to read all the books in the library or I'm going to start a business. Her husband didn't believe it, but Arlene persisted and said, Watch me. She has since started and successfully operated five companies. Her secret to success? She believes in the old-fashioned virtue of good customer service and complete focus on the mission. Oh, we forgot to tell you. Arlene started her latest business at the ripe young age of 95. It's never too late. Just watch me. It is the world famous TJ Radio program, coast to coast to Bola to Bola. Tune in, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course the brand new TJ app available in the App Store, GJGuar.us. We've got our good friend Mr. Frank Vernuccio on the telephone, and, uh, Frank, there is a lot going on in the Hillary Clinton camp. Uh, also, Donald Trump and Obama. Tell us a little bit about this last week. I know that Donald Trump went down to Louisiana and helped out the flood victims, and the liberal media just absolutely hated it. They hated it, Frank. Can you hear me? Frank, can you hear me? Okay, we'll try to reconnect with Frank. We're actually going to try to reconnect with him on the old Skype, Rooney. Let's see if he'll. We can make that happen. 
It is world famous. Chicky Jaguar Radio Program, Coast to Coast, Border to Border. Tune in, iTunes Radio Loyalty. We're going to see if we can get him on the old Skype. Rooney. See if he'll pick up the phone. James, hi. There we are. I, call, I, call, I decided to call you on Skype instead. <laughs> we just do okay, it that way. Yeah. <laughs> now, this is much better. Now, as I was saying, the um, uh, Donald Trump went down to Louisiana. There was a big. Uh, I, I guess everybody thought it was a photo op. He was actually down there to help the uh, the victims of this flooding. Uh, Obama's golfing. He can't be pulled away, and uh, Hillary's resting. Uh, give us your thoughts on that whole process. Well, I wouldn't use the word photo op. I think that Donald Trump did essentially what anybody involved in public life at the presidential or near-presidential level should do. Yes. Uh, the events in Louisiana were absolutely horrible, but they weren't the result of a hurricane or an earthquake, the type of thing that generally gets the headlines, but the effects were pretty much the same. Um, the president decided not to discontinue his vacation, uh, Hillary Clinton apparently had some health problems and decided to rest for the weekend. Uh, Donald Trump was the only one of those at the presidential or near-presidential level to display any concern and to go down to Louisiana and to do what, in fact, the other two should have done as well. Um, the president, after being somewhat embarrassed by Mr. Trump's appearance in Louisiana, then decided after his golfing vacation was over, that he was going to take a quick jaunt down there. But I, I think that Donald Trump deserves some credit, actually, for doing what he did. He apparently also, uh, I guess from his campaign, uh, brought down some necessary supplies and some other things for the folks down there. And it's a good thing that he did as well. Uh, but what's fascinating, James, about this whole incident is how the press covered it. Let's yes. go back to uh, the time when New Orleans faced its terrible flood from Katrina, and uh, President Bush was soundly criticized, apparently, for not doing everything the press thought he should do. In fact, years later, it was determined that the liability for the mistakes in uh, Katrina in New Orleans were the result of a mayor who eventually was uh, prosecuted for some corruption charges, and, and that basically said what happened there. Um, but here in this situation in Louisiana, the press decided to, uh, to criticize Trump when, in fact, if he hadn't gone down, he probably would have been criticized for that as well. Yes. And indeed, the criticism that's been levied against both uh, Hillary Clinton and President Obama for not going down is well-deserved. Well, and this this is the thing, Frank. We're speaking with Frank Vernuccio today, USA Gov Policy. He joins us live here on our broadcast and uh, each and every week to wrap up our uh, our weekly edition with uh, Miss, Mr. Vernuccio. And um, uh, Frank, this is the thing that I that I think is amazing is that Donald went down there, even if he wasn't running for president. It's still an amazing feat that, that somebody with his power and his money and, and everything was like, okay, there needs to be something done. I need to get down there. Um, if, if more people would do that, uh, I think we'd be in a lot better shape uh, if, if, if more of the, uh, the uh, quote-unquote rich people in this country would do more uh, because uh, it, Donald Trump is a shining example. Of uh, if you've got money and you've got the ability to to fix things, you need to do some help. 
James, you're absolutely right. We've gotten far too much in the United States these days into a bifurcated society where those in the elite faction um, tend to see themselves apart from, frankly, the rest of us. Uh, certainly when it comes to things like obeying the law, um, whether it's uh, President Obama's refusal to acknowledge the Constitution or it's Hillary Clinton, and how we don't have that much time to go into all of her abuses of the law. Yes. Um, uh, but it seems to be a, a difference in the way people are treated under the law and the way people see each other. And I think the concept that we're all in this together, we're all, after all, Americans. We shouldn't see ourselves as Democrats or Republicans or black or white or Christian or anything else. We're Americans in the final analysis, and we need to take care of each other. We've got the fantastic Frank Fernuccio joining us today here in our broadcast. Coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. And uh, Frank, also, uh, th th there is a lot of concern over the last uh, couple days of this uh, situation that a lot of folks, that there's a couple different things that the, that the media, they're, they're too busy covering this presidential election to be able to cover some of these other stories. Tell us a little bit about so what some of your sources are saying about Russia and Iran, and uh, there's a potential uh, in the Ukraine, all this, uh, for, for World War III to break out, and nobody's talking about it. Well, James, not to scare the pants off our listeners, but there's actually something a lot closer to home that we're going to have to start worrying about. Okay. Uh, remember back in the 1980s when the Russians tried to put jet fighters and uh, military equipment in Nicaragua and President Reagan stared them down and made them leave? Yes. Well, unfortunately, there's no President Reagan in the White House right now, and the Russians have just put 50 tanks, heavy tanks, into Nicaragua. They are landing their Tupolev nuclear bombers for refueling in Nicaragua. They're building military facilities. That's right in our own hemisphere. It's right uh, pretty much close to our doorstep, just one or two countries removed. That's not occurring half a world away. That's right here in our own hemisphere. You might recall back in the 1980s, there was a cult classic called Red Dawn. It was eventually remade, but the remake wasn't all that great. But in the original Red Dawn, uh, Soviet forces marshaled in Latin America came up through the southern border and invaded the United States. Well, James, what we're seeing right now is the start of a Red Dawn scenario as the Russians, without any comment or protest from the White House, put forces in Latin America. We've got Frank Fernuccio with us today. He joins us today here on Skype Audio to talk about some of the different issues of the day. And uh, another issue that is going on is this... Uh, this pipeline that's being uh, built, or they're trying to build this uh, in the United States, and there's a lot of Native Americans that are uh, standing up and not gonna, they're not gonna let the environment be ruined by, by some of this stuff that this pipeline is going to be doing, especially over the, the, the Midwest, which is where the, uh, the Equispeds are, where folks, where a lot of these states get their water. Um, tell us a little bit about uh, some of these different Native American tribes that have been out there protesting. Well, a part of the problem with all this is a lot of it is not necessarily based on science. Yeah. Um, the oil is going to get shipped one way or the other, and the yes. two most dangerous ways of doing it are, natural, are, are, of course, through trucks or through railroads, and we've all heard about the accidents that occur with those two means of transportation. 
Um, the pipeline actually would probably be a safer method, indeed is a safer method, than both of those things. And uh, some of the protests don't seem to take cognizance of that fact. Now, it's not just there that we're having that problem. If you look right in the New York City area, um, there is a lot of protest about similar things going on. Uh, where they don't want types of, of pipelines put in, where they don't want fracking to go on, yep. and yet at the same time, they don't want nuclear and they don't want oil. Well, that means we're all going to have to sit in the uh, in the cold during the winter <laughs> and the heat during the summer, because if you don't have energy, you can't provide heat or cooling. We've got Frank Vernuccio with us today. He joins us live here on our broadcast. And uh, Frank, as we let you go, tell us about uh, what you've got coming up on the radio program this weekend. Well, you know, it's back-to-school time for university students, and we're going to be taking a look at how universities are simply not doing the job they're supposed to be doing. We take a look, for example, at the fact that tuition has gone through the roof, but they're not really turning out students who are in any way prepared for the job market. We've got Frank Farnicio with us today. Frank, uh, you are always available on iHeartRadio and also AMFM. 247.com, as well as the Roar Network. He is all over the place. And, uh, Frank, I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on the broadcast, and we will uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, brother. James, I look forward to our next conversation. Appreciate it, Frank. Thank you, man. Frank Vernuccio with us today here on our broadcast, coast-to-coast, border-to-border. Tune in, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand-new Jiggy Jaguar app, available in the App Store, JiggyJaguar.us. That wraps it up today for our program. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.